In a world of confusion and hot topics, we are all looking for answers. Welcome to Tam Talks, a place for real and honest conversation on relevant issues today. And here's your host, Tammy Hotzenpeller. Hey guys, welcome back to Tam Talks, a place for real and honest conversation. Well, today I'm so excited to share with you a new series that we're going to do called The Journey. Have you ever been on a journey? You know, you pack your bags, you're all excited. Maybe it's um, a vacation you're going on, or maybe it's um, you're going to take a, a new trip somewhere. Maybe it's a new job opportunity. Maybe you just got married and it's the new journey of marriage. But journey is actually going from one location to another, from one destination to another. We all go on journeys. But I want to take you on a spiritual journey today. I want to take you into the life of the Apostle James. Recently, I actually got back from Spain, and I walked the De Compostello, which is the, which is the Way of St. James. If you know anything about the story, maybe you saw the movie back in the day called The Way with Charlie Sheen, and it's the story of the Compostello, and it is uh, the, the story of Santiago, which was St. James and his walk through Spain and how he brought the gospel to Spain. And literally for about 10 years, I've wanted to take this journey. I'm an avid prayer walker. If you know anything about me, I love to prayer walk. And so for the last 10 years after I saw the movie, I thought someday I'm going to go to Spain and I'm going to walk the Santiago de Compostelo. I'm going to do this journey. And I've been preparing for many, many years. So I actually decided it's time. This year, the pandemic's over. I'm going to take the journey. I'm going to take the walk. But what I did is I did a lot of backstory. I went into, the, I read the Word of God and I began to research St. James and what is the legend and what is the story behind St. James and why they believe that he went from Jerusalem over to Spain with the gospel. So let me tell you a little bit about the journey of St. James. If you remember, the Bible tells us in Matthew 4, after Jesus had come out of the wilderness where he had been praying, this was that intimate time when he was praying with the Father and Satan came with all of those temptations. Remember that? It was a, this tension time and, and Jesus and all the manifestation of all of his glory overpowered the enemy, which is a great... Uh, really a, a way for us to realize we can overpower the enemy. But Jesus is coming out of Gethsemane and he's making his way to begin to call the disciples. So this is in Matthew 4. And he makes his way and he begins to call the disciples. Well, the first two that he sees are Peter and um, um, Andrew. And they were brothers. They were fishermen in the Bible. It tells us that Jesus looks at them and he calls them and, and they follow him. And then they walk a little farther and there's two more fishermen. Now, you got to remember, that was kind of the, the business of the day. That was the trade of the day. They were fishermen. They were out on the boats. But the next two that he called were brothers, and they were James and John. Now, listen, the Bible tells us that Jesus looked at them, and he called them. They were with their father, Zebedee. So they're in the boat, and they're doing their thing. They were just average guys. There was nothing special about these two boys. But listen to me. This is so good. The Bible says that Jesus looked at them. Jesus saw them and they saw Jesus. You guys, that's so important because I believe that Jesus is looking for fishermen. Jesus is looking for people that will see him, walk with him, be disciples and be obedient. And these two brothers immediately, the Bible says, dropped their nets and they followed after Jesus. 
And I began as I, listen, I'm going to be honest with you. I have read this story for many, many years. I, like you, probably have been in the church or we've heard these sermons preached and we know about the disciples and we know about the calling of these disciples. But on this journey for me, I wanted to go deeper. I wanted to know the story of St. James, both biblically, so I really searched the scriptures, and then legend or tradition or, or why, quote, the Catholic Church has, has donned St. James as the saint of Spain, and where is this all coming from, and why are people wanting to take this journey along Spain, the Santiago de Compostelo? And so I researched it, and I want to say to you right now, listen to me, when God gives you a passion or God gives you a desire to do something, be willing to go deep enough to research it. Go deep enough to say, God, what do you want to do with my life? I'm going to be honest with you. I wanted to go deeper. If you follow me very long, whether it's on our YouTube channel or whether it's on our podcast, you know that I have a deep desire to want to know more about what God has for me. I want to go deeper. And on my prayer walks, one of my greatest desires every time I pray is, God, give me insight, wisdom, and revelation. So as I began to research both the, the legend and the history of St. James, I wanted to biblically go to the Word of God and say, what's the story of St. James? And then I wanted to go to the tradition and the legend and say, why is there this journey? So I think when you get done listening to this podcast or this YouTube video, you might say, Hey, I think I want to walk the Compostello. I want to do the Santiago de Compostello. So let's go back to the story of James. As we know, in Matthew 4, Jesus called him. Now, what's so different about this particular man, James, is there was an anointing on him. There was an appointment on him. He was just, as we said, an average guy. And I want to say to you right now, God looks for just the average Joe or James or John. God just looks for the average person with the heart to be obedient to him. We know that Jesus called 12 disciples. It's very clear. The Bible tells us that. We also know that one of the disciples, Judas, denied and betrayed Jesus. But we also know that eight of the disciples, if you look at their lives, basically were just along for the ride. Yes, they were there for the miracles and the manifestations and the breaking of the bread. They were there with Jesus, but they didn't go deep with him. Stay with me. This is so good. There is a mark on you if you will receive it. We know that there was an inner circle with Jesus, and it was Peter, James, and John. Over and over and over in the Bible, we hear story after story after story where Jesus intentionally calls these three disciples to come with him. We know in Matthew 4, the Bible tells us that after he called these two boys, Peter, James, and, and John, these three boys, the two brothers and Peter, that they had his intimacy with God. Now, we know in Matthew 7, the Bible tells us that Jesus called them. There was what's called the transfiguration, and all the disciples were there. But listen, what was it that Jesus did? He said, Peter, James, and John, you come with me. The rest of you boys, you stay right here and pray. You three boys, you come with me. And he took them up on the mount of the transfiguration, and they were able to witness firsthand this transfiguration of Jesus, this glowing, this, this, this supernatural encounter that Jesus had with the Father. These three boys saw that. And then later we find the story of the raising of Jairus' daughter. And while all the disciples were there, Jesus said to Peter, 
Peter, James, and John, you come with me in the house. I want you to see this manifestation of the rising of this little girl. They saw the miracle and the rising of Jairus' daughter. And then later in Gethsemane, all the disciples were praying. Remember that? But Jesus said, Peter, James, and John, I want you to come with me. I want you to come deeper with me. And then he said, you stay right here. And you three, I want you to intercede for me. I'm giving you a job. I'm giving you a responsibility. Now I'm setting you up right now because I want you to see that God had something marked for these three men. He gave them insight, wisdom, and revelation. He appointed them and he anointed them. God has that for you. God has that for all of his disciples, for all of his children. But not all of us have the desire to go deeper. Not all of us have the desire to go on the journey. God wants to take you on a journey. If you continue on with the story, we know that after the crucifixion and after Jesus died, the Bible tells us in Acts 1, there is this supernatural encounter and Jesus is with the disciples and he's beginning to talk and he says to them, listen, I'm going to go away. I am going to go away, but I'm going to send the comforter, the Holy Spirit in Acts 1.8, he says, and literally you are going to take the gospel to the ends of the earth. Now, listen, this is where it gets really, really good. You are going to take the gospel to the ends of the earth. So he's giving this assignment to all of his disciples, but not all the disciples understood it. Not all the disciples paid the price to go deeper. Let me tell you what, to walk with God costs you something. Matter of fact, it costs you everything. You have to deny yourself and take up your cross. And I believe that these three disciples literally went deeper and James went deeper. So he tells him, I want you to stay in this room and the Holy Spirit is going to come upon you. And when he does, you are going to manifest me in the Holy Spirit. Well, we know that Jesus then departs, he's taken to heaven, and the Bible tells us then in Acts 2 that there literally was the sound of thunder. Now, all the disciples are in the upper room, and this is the manifestation of the Holy Spirit. And stay with me because I believe, mark my word, we are getting ready to see a manifestation of the Holy Spirit in our day again. We're getting ready to see Holy Spirit come, just like he did in Acts 2. He is coming, he is moving, he is shaking. If anything this pandemic did, it made us realize that we were stale and we were stagnant and the church needs to wake up and rise up. We need Holy Spirit to come. And they were praying and they were interceding. Now, this is really good. I want to teach you this. Stay with me. The Bible says Holy Spirit fell on them and they began to speak in other tongues. Now, if you read through Acts 2, the Bible begins to tell us literally what tongues they spoke in. These were literal languages they spoke. This was not an, an angelic language that would happen later later. This literally was languages that God gave them to take the gospel to other lands. So this was actually the time of Pentecost. So everyone had come to Jerusalem and now Jesus was gone. And these disciples were here to speak in another language, the truth, the gospel that Jesus Christ died and he was buried and he rose again. That was the gospel. And they were speaking about Jesus in foreign languages. So this is what I take out of this, and I've never seen this before, and I've never heard it taught before. I believe that James, the Apostle James, may have been given the language of Latin. There was some reason that James took the gospel from Jerusalem to Spain. 
The Bible does tell us in Acts later and then in Romans when the Apostle Paul later when he comes and he says, I'm going to make my way back to you Romans through Spain. We know Spain is mentioned in the Bible, but legend and tradition tells us that the apostle James had such a conviction to go to Spain with the gospel that he literally left Jerusalem and he made his way by boat to Finisterra. If you know anything about Finisterre, some people call it Finisterre, Finisterra. It is that Iberian Peninsula in Spain where it is believed that the Apostle James took the gospel of Jesus Christ. There is that literal location today. That was one of the places that I actually went. I stood there. I prayed. That is what legend and tradition says, that James literally took the gospel from Jerusalem, made his way by ship to Spain and brought the gospel there. We know that later in actually 44 AD, he made his way back to Jerusalem. And that is where, because of the gospel and all that he did, that Herod, the Bible tells us, hated the gospel of Jesus Christ. Herod hated the message of Jesus Christ. And James, the apostle, the disciple was beheaded for his faith and killed in Jerusalem. Tradition and legend tells us that the, the disciples that he converted in Spain made their way to Jerusalem and got the body of James and brought him back to Spain where he is believed to be buried today. Now that's a lot of the legend and that's a lot of the story and that's what really compelled me to want to take this walk. I love, as I said, to hike. I love to walk. I wanted to do it for that reason, but I wanted to see what God had to say to me. So literally, I just got back yesterday. I have a little bit of jet lag, to be honest with you today, but I walked for the last couple weeks through Spain, and I had supernatural encounters with God through Spain. And whether it's legend or tradition, whether you believe that James really went to Spain or not, all I know is the Bible's very clear that James and John and Peter were disciples that were marked by God and gave up their life for the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I believe that God wants us to take the gospel to the ends of the earth. I believe that God wants you to take the gospel to the ends of the earth. That may be to your household. That may be to your workplace. That might be to your neighborhood. But God wants you to take the gospel to the ends of the earth. There is a journey for you. God has called you. If I were to ask you right now, which of the disciples would you have been? Out of the 12, who are you? We hope that you would not be the one who denied him. But would you have been maybe the eight? Are you kind of along for the ride? You love Jesus and you're there on Sundays and you go to church and you're a good person. But when it comes to really sacrificing everything that you have and everything that you are, are you willing to be in that inner circle? Would Jesus have called you into that upper room of Jairus' daughter? Would Jesus have called you into Gethsemane to pray for him? Would Jesus have called you on the Mount of Transfiguration? Does God see in you a deep desire to go a lot further with him? Do you want that in your life? I'm going to share in our next podcast together a little bit of my journey and my experience, which changed my life. But I wanted to start our podcast together on the journey just to ask you, are you willing? Are you ready? 
Do you want more of God in your life? Listen, guys, as I said, if we've seen anything from this pandemic, we know that life can turn and change on a dime. Within a moment, the enemy can come with fear and dissension and confusion. He can, he can bring horror on us. Or you can walk in anointing and destination and power. The God of this world, the God of humanity has marked you and loves you and has a plan for your life. Are you ready to go on the journey with him? I hope that you stay tuned for my next podcast as I talk to you a little bit about my journey through Spain on the Santiago de Compostelo. Thanks so much. I want to pray um, blessings over you and destiny and journey over you in Jesus' name. Hey, guys, if you are watching this on our YouTube channel, I'm going to ask you right now, just if you would, hey, push that notification number right now, that little bell. See that bell right below? If you push that, every time I have a new podcast up or every time I have a new YouTube, you're going to see it. And then also, please subscribe and share these with your friends. I believe that God has fresh manna for us every week, and I'd love to have you be a part of my YouTube channel or this local podcast. Love you guys so much. Have a great day. God bless. Thanks for joining us today on Tam Talks. You can find more resources and information at TammyHotzenpeller.com. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook, and don't forget to share this podcast with a friend. We pray blessings and abundance over your life today. Until next time, stay safe and God bless.